The following audio is via a Skype call. When something beyond reason happens, it turns skeptics into believers. It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Happy Saturday to you. Delighted to have you with us. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. I got people talking in my ear bones. Nathan Miller is with us. And he's um, he's playing the role of the octopus here because he's a multitasker extraordinaire. And uh, now I don't hear me. Okay. Yes, I do. I hear me. But within the confines of our little Sarasota right. studio here. Glad to have you with us, everybody. We're having fun. And why would we not have fun? We've been anticipating a return visit from Jody LeVon for quite some time. And not just one of your chit chats. You know, we can talk each other's ears off. That's for sure. But this time, Jody said, you know what? She'd be happy to take some calls. So when the divine appointment arrives here, Suzanne Mitchell's in charge of that. She rides herd on the phone. And then we have Nathan's help grabbing those lines. Suzanne will give the numbers in a little while. Second half of the show, we're going to offer you the opportunity to deal with, to encounter, and to benefit from talking to one of the foremost mediums in North America today, and her reputation actually extends pretty much worldwide and into many, many levels of society. We're so proud to call her our friend and but in gonna, the meantime, in the meantime, she's going to be working look, this hour with us here. We've got uh, we got the octopus to say hello to them. Nathan, the you, tall guy, you're a lifesaver, buddy. Hey, good All morning. Eight tentacles, <laughs> just like a kraken, huh? But yeah, not just, as that's big right. and ferocious. Speaking, you're living or... in the right town. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That is amazing, the, all the work that you do. And yesterday, thanks so much for uh, filling in for Eric. By the way, I just wanted to say this. American Road Trip Talk, the other show that I work, on 1150 KKNW. It's popular with all the baby boomers who love to make those road trips, even in their minds right now, anticipating the end of all this so they can get out on the open road again. And we have the opportunity to to talk to somebody who's made kind of a road trip of the mind for six decades. Jerry Mathers, a.k.a. Beaver Cleaver, was our special guest yesterday. And uh, Eric, our regular producer, is on vacation. So who steps in? Tall Guy Nathan. And we had ourselves a heck of a good time. So thank you, Nathan. Yeah, my pleasure. In fact, uh, you went back to the baby boomers and how they recognize Leave it to Beaver. But me, myself, I've you know, seen his shows growing up too on MeTV because like you said, it's a legacy that'll live on forever, basically, for Americana and growing up as a child. It's, it will. It, it's been running continuously for about 60 years, so. And is seen even today in over 40 countries. If if you are inclined to fun, wholesome, 1950s entertainment style, you know, you can catch that no matter how old you are. But let us bring on our wonderful guest this hour. Mad props. Jody Levon, the happy medium, has been a corporate psychic and intuitive coach for over three decades and is the author of the Happy Medium book series. She's the resident psychic on a very popular television show airing on ABC in Minnesota called Twin Cities Live. Her unique approach to her work appeals to a mainstream audience as well as the more metaphysically inclined. 
Her website is theintuitivecoach.com. We will be sure to give out all her contact information before the end of this hour. But in the meantime, very, very good to have you on today, Jody. Hello. It's good to be on. How exciting. I get to talk with you guys again and all the amazing people who listen in. And those who are brave enough to call and reach out to the other side via your good offices, Jody, will be doing that in a while once Suzanne gives out the numbers and people are encouraged to call. This is our gift to you and Jody's as well, of course. You know, the last time we talked to you, Jody, was before any of this pandemic stuff came about. Was it really? It seems like everything's sort of blurring right now. The lines are blurring, but yes, that would make perfect sense because this has not been going on as much as it feels like it's forever. It's not been going on that long. No, that is true. And how much more of this must we endure? We don't know. You know, I pray for a vaccine. I definitely, you wouldn't call me an anti-vaxxer. No, <laughs> I got all my vaccinations as a kid and there, there's a fairly long list of diseases I did not get as a result. And I haven't gotten COVID-19. I'm gonna knock here on some serious wood and uh, hope for the best for everyone, of course. But if there's a vaccine out, Suzanne and I will be first in line. Ladies first, I'll roll up my sleeve and just stand behind you, quaking in my boots, waiting for my shot. Okay. <laughs> so I let's get down to the serious. Putting one foot in front of the other and thrive and survive and yes. do what the authorities that know what they're talking about say and do exactly what you said. Hope for the best, think for the best, and be smart. Ah, right. Speaking of being smart, Gary, you were telling me something earlier about a whole bunch of smart people up in, in Jody's neck of the woods. Well, you know, you have me at a disadvantage. I'm not sure what I said. I could have just been running off at the mouth, you know. Uh, well, you could, but you were telling me that there was going to be a very large gathering oh, in Sturgis. Yes, a bit south of Minnesota in Sturgis, a town of about 7,000 population. This, because they're cutting back, you know, people are being more conservative this year during the pandemic. So this town of 7,000 will greet 250,000 bikers many of them rabid Trump enthusiasts. And the governor of South Dakota, in her infinite wisdom, has not mandated the wearing of a mask nor social distancing. It's recommended, but not required. And so you're going to have a quarter of a million people showing up all around Sturgis and environs, and they are going to party down, have a great time, very little social distancing, occasionally a mask if you can stand the peer pressure not to wear one by people who think that you're some kind of wimp if you put on a mask. And then they're going to go back to various points around North America and take all of that home with them. What could go wrong? Yeah, well, maybe the wind will help clear them off. I don't know. I know Sturgis is an amazing thing, and actually I have friends that go there and they love it. I don't know that they're going this year, but I'm hoping for the best. We are really getting some awesome press in Minnesota, aren't we? Um, we're, yes. we're very smart people, and we are very cleaned emotionally and spiritually by all of the water, and that's what I keep telling myself. We're actually very educated people. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Like different parts of the world, different parts of our country, all doing something different and getting various results, and that's why I just keep saying, I mean, we wear masks. My husband and I, our children do when we go in public all the time. We did way before they said to do it. And we just keep putting one foot in front of the other, following the guidelines we feel are really smart, 
following the medical guidelines, that's all we can do. And I do shake my head when I hear about people having huge parties or things like that, but I'm trying so hard to not judge because when I judge, my stomach hurts. And then I feel like it kind of eats at my own immune system. So I just like put my hand up and go, I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. I'm going to be as smart as I can because nobody really knows the answers to everything. We just have to do what we can. But I do, I, I'm, I do think it's funny, Gary and Suzanne, that different places are doing different things that I would never do, personally would never do. And exactly. I do what I can to be smart. That's all you can do. And as an intuitive person, I have to tell you, being sensitive, all the things that you can pick up on when this stuff starts going on, really it's like your head could pop off. So that's why I have to keep dialing in and dialing in and dialing into my light because otherwise I, I do feel like I'd lose it. I hear you, sister. I wish I could Photoshop. I don't know the first thing about Photoshopping, but if I did, I would love to come up with, they call them memes when you have a caption and then you just send them hither and yon via social media. If I knew how to Photoshop, I would like to create a picture of the four presidents on Mount Rushmore slapping their foreheads. I think that would be a nice response to what is going on and a sort of health advisory in its own right. They're in South Dakota where all this is going on, not too far away from Mount Rushmore itself. So this is going to be interesting to watch. Watch, And I, I have to say, you know, disappointed doesn't really cover it. I'm rather disgusted there by the notion that people would gather in close quarters in high celebratory fashion, vroom, vroom with their motorcycles and, and creating a huge scene in the midst of a pandemic. I don't get it. I don't want any part of it. But I do note the fact that it is happening. Sturgis actually began the whole event started this weekend. So about two weeks from now, you know, typically the incubation period for COVID-19 is 10 days to two weeks. There, So you give it a couple more weeks and then you're going to start to see the stats go up. You're going to hear the stories and it's, it's just damned unfortunate. So Washington, you're doing better than most of the country in observance of these little safety rituals like putting on a mask when you go out in public and maintaining social distance of six feet or more. And I'm proud of uh, the folks in the Evergreen State for doing as well as they are. You know, it, it reminds me of when I was in grammar school and I, I had my English course, I had my math course, my history course, little, you know, little books, little times, learning things. And one of, one of the things I, I learned about was science, about, uh, you know, mixing things together and biology and chemistry and all that kind of stuff at a very young grammar school level. But it amazes me that people have kind of rejected, you know, the things that they may have learned and heard about in grammar school to become adults to decide that for some reason science isn't where it's at. And I don't want to make uh, science the be-all and end-all, but it seems like there's an awful lot of common sense I mean, people started, uh, stopped dying from bacterial infections when doctors started washing their hands between surgeries. I mean, there were just certain things that you learned about germs and bacteria and getting sick. And, and, and I'm thinking, you know, I learned this when I was in grammar school, when I was eight years old. You know, why, why are we having this discussion now about how to stay safe? It, it would just seem like common sense would tell you how to do that. 
or your grammar school well, education? I, I think that there's, there is this pandemic fatigue. My husband and I were talking about this last night. I think that there's this fatigue that people feel really worn down, which is not to say that it's okay to not abide by the laws, the rules, what the medical people are telling us to do. I think we have to look at that inside of ourselves too, and that's why some of us are so frustrated with other people not wearing masks, because we're fatigued too. So that's why I, I, I constantly say to my clients, keep dialing into your own light. You know, there, there's a time where we can all connect with each other and each other, we can give each other light and we can give each other energy. And this is not one of those times. This is a time where you dial inward for your light and you dial inward for your wisdom. Because when you do that, you come up with answers that are, are really good for the whole, for the greater good of all. And that's the answer for me, and that's the answer I believe in general, is to not go outward for your light and not go outward for your energy, but to dial inward to your own energy, to your own higher spirit, so you can get the information you need. And that way, if you see somebody not wearing a mask or you see somebody doing something, it's, of course, you might shake your head, but part of you won't get so angry about it because you're doing what you need to do. You're dialing into your own light. So, you know, when we were little and people were taking pictures of us and we were looking at each other saying, look at the camera, look at the camera, and the photographer said, just look at me. Don't look at anyone else. Don't tell anybody else to look at the camera. That's what this reminds me of. This is a time to look at the camera, meaning dial into your own universal light. I know that maybe sounds kind of corny, but I guess that's kind of me. Well, no, I like that advice, Jody. When you said the word fatigue, it reminded me that um, any time you become overwhelmed with anything, there is a fatigue which saps your energy and drains you. If you've been through too many hurricanes, you get hurricane fatigue. When I lived up north, by the time we got to our 30th snowfall, you had snow fatigue. Anything that you have in great abundance, it, you're just going to get way tired of it. And I think people are having the coronavirus fan, uh, fatigue. They're just tired of it. And it doesn't mean that we're going to be able to go back to the way things were in December of 2019. There's going to be a whole new lifestyle change for most people going forward. But there is this, the fatigue that has set in about enough already. Enough is enough. You know, you want to be able to do certain things that are just, um, you can't normal. do. Yeah, they're or not the normal. We, and we totally want to do that. Yes, I so agree. But we can't. And out of this will come something really good. Because historically, that is what happens. Out of things like this, something beautiful will arise. And Hopefully, we will all be here to see it. It'll happen within the next few years. I believe it's going to happen. I do. I have a good feeling about it. I don't have a devastated feeling. I'm afraid, you know, in my own right. But I, I know that if I keep piling into my light, and believe me, I don't run around my house flying. I mean, I don't fly around my house. I'm not so high all the time. I'm flying around my house. But mm -hmm. I constantly am trying to get myself into a decent space by listening to your show, by making sure I have fresh cut flowers, things I usually didn't do, making sure that my house is extra clean because that makes me happy, doing certain things that just make me happy, reading, reading amazing books, you know, watching awesome Netflix series. I just keep doing that or texting friends that I haven't seen in a long time just to say, hi, how are you doing? That, that lifts me up. And then that makes me more intuitive. And then I feel like I can survive this because I totally have the fatigue. 
I totally do. I mean, yeah. I, I, lose yeah. my, I lose it. I lose it regularly, just like I used to do over big things and little things. But now everything, I don't, I don't always yes. lose it. But if I'm upset about something, yeah. everything's a little bigger right now. Is what I'm trying to right. say. Right, right. So that's right. But then you have to make sure that you keep doing things that make you happy to balance it out. And that's our responsibility, each of us. We have to consistently do things, see things, smell things, taste things, touch things that make you happy. I just did something on Twin Cities Live where it's like a senses. If you make sure your senses are like overloading in a good way. Make sure you have things that smell good and taste good and feel good and look good in your life because that evens you out. That gives you some balance. And, man, do we ever need balance right now. That's something that I wanted to ask you about, Jody. And in your case, because we know each other so well, I'll be more pointed in it. In the practice of your mediumship and the spiritual work that you do, which is pretty much nonstop, with that being the case, have you received from spirit, from the other side, have you received any intimations, anything that, that seems like solid information about the nature and the, if you will, metaphysical purpose of something like COVID-19 in the human community at this time? Is there a lesson in there? So, I, uh, yes, I have received, as you could say, downloads, that it really is about all of us knowing that we are all connected all over this planet, equally connected in Japan as we are here in, you know, Minneapolis, Minnesota. To, to really feel that connection and to do things that are for the greater good of all, not just our community, but for the greater good of all, because, you know, this pandemic spread so fast because we're so connected, because we travel, but we have to realize that we are spiritually and emotionally connected as well. That's a piece of it. The other thing is there's been a lot, most people listening will agree if they are sensitive to spirit energy, they have felt a lot of spirit energy near them, especially when, like, we had shelter in place, especially when that was going on, and even now. Because those of us who have loved ones on the other side, which is all of us, those loved ones are, are bringing their vibration down to communicate with us to say, it's going to be all right. They want to give us a sense of calm. They want us to feel their energy. I wanted my father, I wanted to sit with my father so bad when this all started and just say, is it going to be okay? And he wasn't even the person that would say it's going to be okay. He just would make me feel better. And I realized that his spirit was near me. My, my Dolly and Lou, my grandma and grandpa on my mom's side have been near me. My clients are saying they have spirit energy near them and they're dreaming of them or they're having pandemic dreams, which is a whole different thing. But spirit energy is near us to say, it'll be all right. Keep using your wisdom. Keep, keep dialing into your light. So if people listening think, oh my gosh, is my deceased grandmother near me because I'm going to die? No, your deceased grandmother is near you because she wants you to feel her love and to know that this too shall pass. That's beautifully said, Jody. Thank you. It, it's a humbling thing to realize that in this vast, incredibly vast universe, we're not all there is. And there are invisible viruses, the world of the invisible that nevertheless has a profound impact on the human community in our little corner of the Milky Way galaxy. And I've had to come to terms with the fact, and I believe I'm right in calling it a fact, that if nothing else, the COVID-19 virus, like all the other viruses, is a form of intelligence that has as its first prerogative 
and its its dominant principle, propagation, self-preservation. That's the first law of nature. And so COVID-19 really doesn't care if we're Catholic, Jewish, or an atheist, or if we're a Democrat or Republican or an independent. None of that matters. What matters is COVID-19 has found a way to uh, echo what has been said by many doctors, especially Dr. Fauci, that this is a highly transmissible virus. It has found a way through its own innate intelligence and participating in evolution to spread itself around pretty good. And if people have to die in order for it to continue spreading, then that is if it had the words to use, the virus might say, well, that's collateral damage. The idea is virus got to grow, virus got to go around the world. And that's what we're up against. It is a form of intelligence that doesn't know evil. It doesn't know systems of ethics. What it knows is how to grow itself and keep spreading. Right. I think that's, I think that's really a very interesting way of looking at it. I love that you said that. And I also, what kept coming up for me when you said that is when somebody gets cancer, cancer is very similar in that way, that it just keeps going. It's, it, it wants to survive. It wants to eat at people. But the thing that you can do when you're sick and the thing that you can do when you're well that helps you become more well is to dial into your love, to feel, I know I keep saying that, but that for me offers the biggest protection is to remember that everything you just said is so true and that you do what you can to keep yourself healthy. And part of it is to feel your love. Again, I'm a total 60s chick, and it's true. Like if you know that going out and you're smart and you listen to Dr. Fauci, who I love, you listen to what he says and you take care and you remember how loved you are and how much you love people, that can only protect you more. And so let's face it, if you're going to, God forbid, get that virus and you're covered in love, that helps you fight the virus. So what's wrong with that? That's a good thing. It's like when you wear a mask, it looks like that's the smartest thing to do. And if, you know, 100 years from now they say it wasn't, which I don't think they will, that's all right. We were doing the smartest thing we knew to do at the time. And one of the smartest things human beings can do is remember how loved they are because that raises your vibration, and viruses don't like that vibration of love. They, they'll, they'll go, negative things will go to things that is easy for them, and negativity feeds on negativity. So in my opinion, being positive only helps me keep anything negative away from me. Does that guarantee that I won't get it? Nope. It just does, makes me know that I'm doing everything I can do, and you know what? I feel empowered. When I feel empowered, that's, a, that's powerful. That's really powerful to feel empowered. And h- how many of us feel empowered right now? I'm choosing to do things that make me feel empowered. Conscious choosing. I love that because you've just said something that opened my mind all over again. The egg is cracking over here, Jody. From you, I just got that. This virus uses negativity in a correspondingly vulnerable human, and that's a whole lot of us. It uses that as a path of least resistance. It doesn't stand to be in the presence of love too well, so it will hew to the line or the degree of negativity in its victims. Right, because positive energy makes the negative not as viable. So when you're in a positive space, that helps you fight 
I believe it helps you fight illnesses. I've worked with enough people that have had cancer and different illnesses, and their doctors have even said to them, if you believe that you're going to live, if you have that positive attitude, that is going to be three-quarters of your battle. It's the smaller battle of the illness. You have to have that attitude to fight it. So if our immune systems are just better off being in a place of love, then that's powerful, whether it's for whatever reason that makes our immune system stronger. And we don't have to know exactly what that means physiologically, but it makes us stronger. So in a, in a time where we don't feel empowered, in a time where there's these unknowns, to feel empowered and to know that you did it yourself, to me, is magnificent. And allowing a little pregnant pause there, Jody Levon is our guest. She is a remarkably accurate and much beloved medium, a psychic medium. She's known as the happy medium, and you can catch that happiness radiating from her, even in the midst of a pandemic. Not a lot gets her down, or certainly not for long. Jody has offered by her good graces to provide some messages, spirit messages, for those who call in. We are devoting half the show to it. We'll get to as many of your calls as we can. Maybe you have a loved one on the other side. Doesn't have to be COVID, but they've passed on one way or another. And you need to know that they are okay and that you're going to be okay. And if a message from a loved one on the other side helps you on your journey, Jody is here to provide her services, and God bless her for that. Suzanne, we need to give out those numbers. Jody, when people call in, what kind of information do you need from them when we introduce them to you? So if they have, first of all, their name, they can, and if they're not comfortable saying their first and last name, that's all right, just their name, their true name. That helps me dial in a little bit tighter, and it also on another level gives, them, gives me permission to read them. And if they have a question, and also to know, so the expectations are, are realistic as far as the way I work, I don't call spirits to me. I am really good at picking up on the ones that are around people, but I don't call them to me. I'm just available to the positive energy, the positive energy of spirits around people when I read them. It isn't up to me if the spirit's there, it's up to the spirit, and it's up to the person that wants the information to be open to whatever that information is. I just get information about how to make people happier, about how people can move through their, their emotional and spiritual stuff to help make them happier. And as long as that is known by the people calling in, all will be well. We um, we have not had both first and last names in on our show, so I think if if first name is enough, we're going to go with that. Especially if it's your real Perfect. first name, right? Real first name. Okay, so the telephone numbers are from anywhere. You can call in to four two five three seven three five five two seven. Let me repeat that. Area code four two five three seven three. Five five two seven. If you're in Western Washington, there's additionally a toll-free number at one eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. We'll go ahead and we'll take our break, and when we come back, we will have Jody take your calls. And we want to thank you for listening to Jody Levon on Manson Mitchell, and we'll be back in a short time. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash manceandmitchell. 
If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Washington's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Washington Interscholastic Activities Association and the Washington State Secondary Athletic Administrators Association. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed James Fadiman and Jordan Gruber, authors of Your Symphony of Selves, as they join us to discuss the long overlooked idea of healthy multiple personalities. On Saturday, we play an encore presentation of DJs for a Day, honoring two of our favorite friends from Puget Sound. Bringing you mastery and mystery one hour at a time since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Miss a show on KKNW? Check out 1150kknw.com for podcasts of many of our programs. That's 1150kknw.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our special guest this hour, Jody Levon. Jody, if people would like to connect with you, what is your website and your books and events and anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, thank you. So it's the intuitivecoach.com. And I'm on social media as Jody Levon for Facebook and Twitter. Also, the happy medium Jody Levon on other forms of social media. So please look me up, follow, friend me. And I have two books, another in the making, that I'm not going to talk about right now because it's in the making, but I have two books. They're called the, It's the Happy Medium Book Series. You can get them in bookstores and on Amazon. And if you want to tap into your own intuition and learn how natural it is and how to use it, those books are awesome. I'm on a television show uh, called Twin Cities Live. I'm their resident psychic, and I'm, an, I'm a regular guest, and I will be on this Friday on Twin Cities Live. And you can find that information on my website as well, and you can watch past shows on YouTube and their website. The intuitive, or just look up theintuitivecoach.com. And I have an event coming up September 17th. 
And it's all about getting to know your angels and your guides, your divinely guided spiritual team. Okay, I think I said it all. I love that. And at record time, too. Look up that information on theintuitivecoach.com and connect with Jody Levon. Are you ready to go to work, Jody? I am. I'm excited. In what time we have left, we are going to get in as many callers as we can. Our first caller today is Kenny from Issaquah. Kenny, say hello to Jody Levon. Yes, hello. I'm Kenny. Hi, Kenny. Do you have a question for me, or do you just want me to dial in? Um, I guess kind of dial in, I guess. Okay. So you are a person who's very perceptive and you pick up things through your belly. Cause the first thing I got was like a lot of bubbling in my belly, which either means you're hungry. And I also think it means that when you're anxious about something, you feel it in your stomach. When you have an intuitive insight, you feel it in your stomach and it might be difficult for you to understand which is which. And so your guides are telling me that when something feels good to you, when you have a really good feeling about something and you move forward with it, to remember that feeling. Because that's how you can start to decipher between when you're anxious about something and when you're getting an intuitive insight. Also, you might feel a little bit of something in your chest, like an excited like butterflies dancing kind of through that, your, that whole region. That's a positive. You take things very personally, correct? Yes. Well, you know what? It's because you're sensitive, and sensitive is the new superpower. So it's awesome that you're sensitive. You just have to remember and remind yourself, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. So if you're picking up something about somebody and you think they think something about you or you feel like you're being dumped on, just say to yourself, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. Literally, say that to yourself. And things that don't belong to you will fly off of you. And know that you're divinely protected. You have a right to be here as much as anyone else. I would say if you could dial more into how correct some of your insights are, you will feel quite empowered. And then when you understand that your fears are not your insights, you won't have um, a tendency to be nervous about things. Can you relate to what I'm saying? Yes, I can. Good. I hope that's helpful. Yes. Um, if, Thank you for calling in. Oh, do you have another question? Yes. yes um, I don't know how to, how to phrase this or how to say this, but I've had a recent passing in my life, and uh, I guess I just would like to know that they're okay. And So the only thing that comes up for me when you say that is a feeling of swooshing energy going by. So I feel like there might have been an element of surprise to this, if not to the person, then to you. And even when we know somebody's going to cross over, it can still be a surprise if we've been waiting and helping them through the process. I can tell you from my experience, I've been a medium my whole life, and I've been doing this professionally since I was a teen. That's three decades over that, actually, to be honest. <clears throat> they are okay. Most everybody is okay. And how you can help that is by thinking positive thoughts to them and thanking them for the love that they've given you. If they weren't okay, if this was a person that was earthbound, I'd have a very heavy feeling right now, and I don't. So thank you so much for calling in. All right. Thank you for your help. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. Um, Before we take our next caller, I'm curious about something, Jody, and I think this would be a benefit to Kenny and to many other people. When someone passes, and it's still very recent, is there... 
is there an expectation, like a frame of reference or a timeline? Is it typical for someone to come through, maybe reaching out to their loved one on this side with a message, or do they kind of have to get used to the furniture and the arrangements on the other side before they are confident enough to send that message through someone like yourself, for example? Exactly. That was beautifully put. They have to acclimate. And they also look at their life review, and they work through some of the things in a really positive, very upbeat way that they weren't able to work through when they were here. So there is a a point of time where it's easier for them to come forward, but they're busy at first. It's rare that somebody will come through, you know, two weeks after they've crossed, but it does happen. It's absolutely true. When When somebody separates from their body, when they pass from one realm to the next, they're around for about three days. And then their body starts to go up, 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 up. Or excuse me, their spirit starts to go up, 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 even further and further and further. And then they are with people that they love from other lifetimes and their spirit guides and their angels. And then later they can come down. And when I say down, I mean they have to bring their consciousness down because this is such a dense, earth is so dense. And we bring ours up, our vibe up, and that's where we meet. And so that's why feeling good literally dialing into your own light and your own universal love and feeling the love of the universe helps you be more intuitive where you can hear, feel, and see your people in spirit. Thank you for saying that, Jody. I think people many times just don't realize how much of an impediment it can be until we learn how to deal with it. We who are left behind, that if we are feeling our grief, which is perfectly legitimate, feel your feelings, they're there to be experienced, and processed, but there's going to come a time when the negativity of of grief, this feeling of being borne down by it, can actually prevent you from sending the love and being receptive to the love from your loved one on the other side. Grief is good, and then grief can be set aside because I get the feeling as a practical matter that over the long haul, grief can really get in the way. It can get in the way. I remember when my dad, after my dad died, I felt his energy, and I was, like, so happy. I was jumping up and down. I Thank God I was alone. I was jumping up and down, and then I started to cry because I missed him so much, and boom, I couldn't feel him anymore. So when you keep your vibe up, you can feel them more, and it is really important to grieve, but you, you don't want to be swallowed up by it. You want to make sure, just like what you just said, that you can find your light and dial into your joy because that's where we're going to find our people on the other side is through our joy. Well said. Very, very well important said. insight. Thank you, Jody. Our Who next, do we have next caller is Melissa from Kirkland. Melissa, say hello to Jody Levon. Hey, good morning. Good How morning. Just you? you say your name once. Could you say your name? Melissa. Melissa. Okay. Do you have a question? Uh, no, you could just dial in if you'd like. Okay. So, first of all, you're very stubborn. So I like stubborn people, P.S. You're very stubborn. And you are very steadfast. So if you say you're going to stand by somebody, you stand by them. You're not so wishy-washy that you're going to flip sides. And if you feel like maybe something's come to you and you are moving over to a different opinion, you're honest about it. You just don't abandon. You have a thing about truth and honesty and standing up. That's a huge thing around your energy field. Can you relate to this? Absolutely. Unequivocally. And so... What has made you strong, which I love, 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 is also partially what can hold you back 
from moving into a different level of consciousness and a different part of your life. And even, I feel like even, I'm getting the chills. So even before this pandemic started, I feel like there were some changes coming for you and they were already starting to be in place. And you were starting a different venture in your life, a different adventure in your life. And I feel like you're being pulled to do something that maybe is out of your comfort zone, but it will end up being a really good thing. So for instance, if you've been a singer your whole life, and now you're being called to write, let's just say, for example, and that's not what you think is your groove, but you're really naturally being so good at it, you go with it. So I would say for you, go with the flow. So you're very steadfast, which is wonderful. Imagine if you're like a bull, a really cool bull that's very steadfast, that's going to put on some rollerblades, some inline skates, and then go with the flow and see how much better you will feel. Has your mom crossed over, by the way? Yes. Yes, she did. So she's the one that's been filling me with this information. And she's very funny, by the way. She said, she told yeah, she, me, don't say it to her right away because she'll hear it differently. Just give her the information and then tell her it's from me. Yeah, I'm not sure what the, what the new avenue will look like, but I definitely know that I'm done with the old. Well, that's good. That's, you're, you're more than halfway there. Why your mom is telling me that something about smelling good? So was there something going on for her before she crossed over where she didn't feel like she smelled good? Because she keeps telling me, like, this, natu- this nice scent. She keeps giving me this nice scent. So for me as a medium, I can actually smell it, and it's filling my oh. room. So there's something to it. I might not be interpreting it correctly, but there's something to She's talking about being clean and feeling this nice. There's this nice scent around her. Uh, I, I don't, um, she had an unexpected death, so I'm not, I don't relate to anything smelling. But unexpected death. Were there, how about, were there a lot of flowers that calmed you at her funeral? No, actually, no. She was highly allergic to, like, everything, so. Um, <laughs> That's funny. But what, Sorry, it's but funny because she keeps giving something. me the smell of flowers. Correct. She just keeps piling it on. Flowers. Oh, she loved flowers. We both did, yeah. So, like, outdoor stuff. She couldn't have stuff in her house, but she absolutely loved. Yes, we would plant in the spring, and she would plant, and I planted at my house, and we love flowers. Okay, then that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so isn't this interesting? This is how she's bringing this to me. Even though it's a small thing to anybody listening, to you it means something. She keeps giving me this smell of these flowers, this nice thing. She can have them anytime she wants. She's not allergic Uh to anything on the other side. She can have anything she wants. And she wants you to know that. And she also wants you to know she was greeted by loved ones, so she wasn't scared. She kind of took it as it came. That would be her personality, yes. Yeah. Lon, yep, that's lovely. She's, she's lovely. She's lovely. Yeah, she's, she's, so she's are you. Very Thank spiritual. you so much for calling in. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Very good. Thank you, Melissa. I got the stubbornness, and I also think that's a virtue. You've got to be your own best friend. Very happy that Melissa yes, called do. in today. Let's see who we have next, Suzanne. We have Jackie calling from Sammamish. Jackie, say hello to Jody Levon. Hi, Jody. How are you? Good, Jackie. Can you just say your first name? Jackie. <clears throat> do you have a question for me, hon? Um, I just kind of um, just go with the flow. I, I'm just curious what the next, um, probably the next few months are going to have. 
hold for me, but if uh, nothing comes up, just the general is good. Okay, so here's what I'm getting from you. Have you ever, do you remember the, the cartoons or the plays where there was a, a beautiful fairy, a fairy godmother or maybe a cherub, some angelic kind of form with a, with a what are those, a wand? Your energy is one of these people that walks around giving you, you it's like you have this magic wand and you, you hold it out and all this good energy comes out of you. I feel like you have this gift of healing. You're, you're empathic in your own way, but you have a gift just being around people, you raise their vibration because you're delightful, and you, you delight in other people's delight. Does that make sense to you? It does. Thank you. It does. <clears throat> it's, so it, it really is so important, and especially right now, that you do delight in people and that you show it to them. You don't have to sit next to a perfect stranger and tell them that, unless you want to. <clears throat> Just wear a mask. What it means is that what you're doing right now to help raise the vibration of things on the planet is perfect because you love people the way you do. The one thing I will tell you is how about loving yourself? Is your father on the other side? Or is he still? Yes, he is. Yes. He's on the other side? Yes. Was there something about him where he was working on or could have worked even you would hope to have him work on his own self-love and that feeling of being okay inside, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. So he's here, and he's telling me, and I feel like my, my I feel like he might have an illness might have even come from this unwillingness to really see his own light. So that means looking at your light and accepting it too. But to know that we are lovable, and that when somebody gives somebody a compliment, a lot of people like to go, "Oh no, no, that's not true." We should say, "Yes, it's true," and thank you so much for recognizing that. I see your light as well. Your dad is saying he's learning things about that right now. He wants you to be conscious and, and to put your, tap yourself on the shoulder and say, I'm doing a good job, and it's okay that people love me, and I'm on this amazing show. I was chosen to have a question answered or to get a reading, and what came out is that I'm loving and I'm lovable and that I'm a healer, that that energy helps heal. That's pretty magnificent. I've been on the show for a long time. I do a lot of radio and a lot of TV, and not everybody gets that information because it's not always there. Oh, that's awesome. You know, he didn't love himself. And I always, as even as a small kid, could see that, you know, he just he just didn't know his own worth. Yeah. Right. I don't think we're, I don't, I don't know that we're geared toward that. Excuse me. I don't know that we're geared toward that, but we are changing. And one of the things that's helping us change is having all these different things go on on the planet because we have to start seeing our own worth. We don't have as much access to the things that we used to. We have to dial into what we do have. Thank you so much for calling in. You're fun to read. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. And thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. There's there's a clarity in Jackie's voice. She she knows who she is. She knows how to be on purpose and to stay on purpose. I like that when I find it in people. Um, I want to just check your head. So... Because you guys are both very perceptive, and Gary, you're picking up on things, you're doing your own read, I want to put something out there that actually my guides just said talk about this. So if you come up to somebody and you don't like them, and they, you, are, you are repelled, like you want to run away, your whole body pulls back, it's important to, to 
you know, guard yourself and say you're, you must be picking up on something, but to also know that it might be tapping our own personal stuff, and that person just might be that messenger. Because if you immediately don't like someone, there's something about what you don't like in them that's triggering the same thing in you. And if you know that, then you don't put out negative energy. You just kind of dial in and figure out what it is, and then that person doesn't bother you anymore. I believe you because I have had people, strangers, come into my life, my working life in particular, and they would be projecting something that I found quite disagreeable, and we didn't get along, and it might be over the course of a single transaction. Lo and behold, when I was reviewing and stewing over what had just happened, pop goes the weasel, I'd realized that the things about which I was stressing, giving myself a hard time about, were showing up in the nature of the transaction with this stranger who walked into my office. And it, it gave me pause, but also cause to consider what I'm putting out. And I had to really do a bit of an inventory on myself because I thought, wow, if I need to change something, I just felt like I was looking in a mirror through this person and they showed me how I don't want to be. I've had that happen a number of times. That's really cool that you could see that. That is representative of a higher consciousness. Being able to be outside of yourself and do that self-actualization helps you even become more intuitive. I just, I love that you said that. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you gave me the opportunity to say it because I can go back 20 years or more and think of cases, wow, you know, I really should have handled that differently. And then I realized that was my own stuff going on. It was being projected on the screen of space, as it were, and, and showing me, look, you can work on this if you want to. Here's an opportunity to make a change. And if we don't, well, or maybe if we do, and we go through it all, uh, we have a few minutes left where we can discuss this, Jody. Uh, I like to wax with you. We wax metaphysical when Jody comes on. Let me just check real quickly. Nathan, do we have any other callers waiting? We have two more callers uh, on the line. Oh, okay. Well, okay. you know what? They were kind enough to call. Uh, we'll need to keep it brief. Let's we'll see if we can get to both of them. We will yield to our fine people who called in. Who's next? Who's next, Nathan? Up next is Lisa in uh, Sammamish, or not Sammamish, Minneapolis. So, Lisa, welcome to Manson Mitchell. Lisa, are you there? I am. Okay, Lisa, welcome. Rock and roll, Jody. (laughs) Hi, just say your name. Lisa. Lisa, do you have a question? I love that you're from Minneapolis, by the way. Do you have a question? (laughs) I do. Um, Quite often when I'm out running, I will see a goldfinch that flies by me, and I feel the presence of my mother. You'll see a gold what? Goldfinch. Little bird. Oh, goldfinch. Oh, God, that's so cool. So, yes, spirits do reach us through animals. Animals are amazing little mediums, and they volunteer themselves for spirit energy to come through and say hello. A lot of people relate to butterflies, different kinds of birds. I personally feel it through deer. So, yes, that is definitely very, very likely. In in other words, yes, that could be your mother saying hello. And here's how you can tell. If you feel, you see it, and you get excited, and you feel toward that bird the way you do towards your mother, that's another sign that that's something from your mother saying, I'm here, I still love you, I'm watching over you in my own way, and I'm proud of you. And then they go right back up to where they're from, and the bird flies off and does what the bird does. Does that make sense to you? Yes. And so that means you're open. How cool is that? 
you're open to things like that. That's wonderful. That's great. I love that you said that. They do come through in animals. They come through in dreams, yeah. flashes uh, on the like from the peripheral vision, lots of ways. But animals is one of my favorite favorite ways. You just need to be open to the energy so you can feel that it's your mom, or your dad, yeah. or your uncle, or whoever you feel like it might be. Thank you right. for the right. question or for just saying that. Yeah, sure. Well, that's great, Lisa. Thanks for calling. I'm going to remember Lisa from Minneapolis, Gold Fincher. <laughs> you know, we've got a couple of minutes if you um, if you can take one more call. We sure. can. And that oh. caller will be Michael in Seattle. So, Michael, welcome to Manson Mitchell. You're live with Jody LaVon. Yes. Uh, I'd like to know if she has... And he can detect my brother who just passed away on June 30th. Oh, I'm so sorry. You lost your brother. So and, uh, why don't you say your first name? Just say your name. Michael. Okay. So <clears throat> it's, it's you, I, I feel like obviously you want me to pick up on your brother, but what's more important is you want to know that you can pick up on your brother. I'm not at the moment getting anything, but things get louder as I go, and I know we only have a few minutes, so I'm going to talk fast. Okay. What I want to say to you is when you're angry about something, that it's fine to be angry about something or disappointed and sad. Moving through those feelings and then getting on the other side of them will help you be more open to the energy of those on the other side. It's a denser energy, so it's hard to get through when we're angry. And I feel like there's some anger and disappointment in and around you. And I'm sure you have good reason for it, so please understand I am not judging you. You can feel the energy of people that you love that have crossed over more when you have moved through that. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's so funny. Somebody gave me the word twin. So there must be something about your brother that you saw in yourself or that you wish dearly that you had because they're giving me the feeling of a twin. And that's what that means to me unless you guys were physically twins. No, we weren't. And also, you are somebody who wants physical signs. I do feel like you've gotten physical signs. I have. So June 30th, you have. Yeah. June 30th is pretty soon for somebody to come through with a medium because they want you to process your own stuff around the death so you can accept that before you move into understanding them in a different dimension. But I am feeling like um, your guides are saying, and a messenger from him is saying, he's been giving you physical signs, and there will be more physical signs. And if it makes you afraid, then you can tell them to stop, and they will. Oh, no, I'm not. And I'm hearing something. Have you gotten one yet that you can actually hear? Um, I don't think got, so. Got to wrap up. Oh, you will, though. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, thank you. It was good of you, Michael, to call in, and best of luck on your journey. To learn more about Jody Levon, theintuitivecoach.com, with all the things that she is up to and doing. And Jody, once again, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us your, your thoughts, your talents. We really appreciate that. Can't wait for next time. Me too. I love you guys. Thank you for having me. Okay, stay tuned for Jupiter Rising and join us again next Friday. Anything else, Gary? Just have yourselves a safe and wonderful week, everyone. You deserve it. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.